Welcome, my friends, to this exciting new episode where we are going to explore the limitless potential that lies within each and every one of us. I'm here to help you unleash your inner greatness and achieve the success you deserve. In this episode, we'll be diving into the world of innovation, exploring the secrets of the world's most successful entrepreneurs, and uncovering the powerful tools and strategies that can help you turn your dreams into reality. So if you're ready to take your game to the next level, join me on this journey of discovery and let's unlock the power of your God-given potential. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and transformed, my friends. Let's get started. But before we do that, get your free Unlock Meaning Guide. Use the links right below here in the show notes. Welcome to Unlock Meaning, the podcast that empowers you to live a purposeful life. I'm your host, David Brulman, and I'm thrilled to have you here ready to embark on this incredible journey. Each week, I'll share tips and lessons learned from my experiences as a believer, scientist, and humanitarian. We'll explore how to live with passion and make an impact. And more, join me in conversations with inspiring people who have transformed the world by daring to chase big dreams. Thank you for tuning in. Let's unlock meaning in our lives and make every moment count. Are you ready to unlock the full potential of your creative genius? The Innovator's Playbook is your guide to transforming big problems into even bigger solutions. Join me and let's use our limitless imagination to make a difference in the world. In today's world, we have a myriad of big problems that need to be solved, such as how to provide enough food for our growing population, produce sustainable and eco-friendly goods, find cures for terrible diseases, reduce greenhouse emissions, and find efficient ways to store energy. God wants to place you strategically to solve a problem of this magnitude. And at the same time, he wants to provide you with a surefire way to become successful. To accomplish this, all you have to do is to ask your boss what is his biggest challenge and then set out to solve that problem. When you succeed, I guarantee you, you'll receive a nice bonus and chances are you'll get promoted. In the book of Genesis, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. If God is the creator, and he made us in his likeness, this means we are all creators as well. He gave you and me the ability to conceive of an idea or do something in a new way to be innovators. A few years ago, when I began my writing career, I wondered if I would run out of ideas. I was afraid after writing my first book, I'd no longer have anything new to say. Instead, I find the opposite to be true. Every time I sit down at my keyboard, my mind overflows with ideas to write about because God continually provides me with new and fascinating topics to explore. 
When speaking about the wealth of innovations available for us to pursue, Miles Monroe said, the cemetery is the wealthiest place in the world. Meaning that many people die without trying to achieve their God-given mission and their wealth of knowledge and potential innovations die with them. Consider what innovations he challenged you to make. You could find the cure for cancer. Or perhaps you'll invent a novel energy transmission system that doesn't rely on power lines. Maybe you will write a book that changes thousands of lives. Or you could revolutionize agriculture to provide eco-friendly cultivation techniques that still provide high yields. Perhaps you'll come up with a brilliant artificial intelligence capability that will make our lives much easier. The possibilities of innovation are endless. The 20th century saw more innovations than ever before, and that rate keeps accelerating in the 21st century. Imagine what will be possible with the latest advances in artificial intelligence. Because God made us in his image, he gave us the ability to create and provide us with infinite number of ideas to explore. In the book of Exodus we read, The Lord has filled them with skill to do all kinds of work. You have the ideas and the skills, so innovate and create. God wants you to do so. Just as God made earth a better place when he planted the mind-blowing Garden of Eden, entrepreneurs improved the world through their brilliant innovations. God calls on entrepreneurs to come up with new ways to solve the world's problems, both spiritual and physical. Because, as Jesus demonstrated through his ministry, people's physical needs must be met before they can satisfy their spiritual hunger. To quote Jesus' half-brother, James, If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? To meet these spiritual and physical needs, God is counting on the innovations of entrepreneurs like you and me. God wants to use you as an innovator too. He did it with Joseph when he gave him the inspired idea that saved Egypt and eventually the Hebrews. Likewise, God gave Daniel the meaning of Nebuchadnezzar's dreams that saved the lives of the enchanters and wise men of the country. And God gave Noah the design for the ark that saved his family and mankind from the terrible flood. Can other people who are not followers of Christ help others through their innovations? Absolutely. It happens every day. Since we all are made in Christ's likeness, we are all potential creators and innovators. In the late 1800s, George Washington Carver witnessed the devastating effects of monoculture farming, particularly the over-reliance on cotton crops in the southern United States. This has led to the depletion of soil nutrients and the spread of crop diseases, which had severe economic consequences for the farmers. Carver recognized that diversifying crops was the key to restoring soil health and boosting agricultural productivity. In the early 1900s, he began researching the potential of peanuts as an alternative crop. He believed that peanuts could fix nitrogen in the soil improving its fertility and 
that they had numerous nutritional and industrial uses. Carr's research into peanuts and other crops revolutionized southern agriculture, promoting the use of crop rotation and encouraging farmers to grow peanuts, soybeans, and other legumes alongside cotton. He also developed hundreds of new products made from peanuts, including peanut butter. Who doesn't like peanut butter? Which became a popular food item. Overall, Carver's work was crucial in helping farmers in the southern United States recover from the devastating effects of monocultural farming and establishing a more sustainable agricultural system. Christians have the advantage of the Holy Spirit because it's God's gift of innovation. The Hebrew word for Holy Spirit is Ruach. It has three meanings, wind, breath, and spirit, and is sometimes translated as breath of life. When we receive the Holy Spirit, God breathes the breath of life and innovation into us. And God uses the Holy Spirit to continue to inspire innovators today. As Gary Starkweather, the inventor of the laser printer, said, God put things in us as tool developers and creative individuals, and I think it has to please him when he sees us use those faculties to make something completely new. God gives us great gifts and expects us to use them to innovate and help others. So now the question is, how do we become an innovative entrepreneur? Well, strategy number one, use fresh eyes. Peter Drucker, an innovator of modern business corporations, once pointed out, if you want something new, you have to stop doing something old. This means as an innovator, you need to look at things with fresh eyes. Looking at the no problem with fresh eyes often leads to innovation. In the words of Steve Jobs, creativity is just connecting things. When you ask creative people how they did something, they feel a little guilty because they didn't really do it. They just saw something. It seemed obvious to them after a while. That's because they were able to connect experiences they have had and synthesize new things, Jobs said. As an innovator and an entrepreneur, you can spot opportunities others can't see. In the 1980s, the coffee market seemed saturated and new coffee business ventures didn't look promising. Then Eric Favre came up with an idea that shook up the industry. During a trip to Rome, he noticed that a coffee bar near the Pantheon attracted far more customers because the baristas there pumped the piston many times before dispensing the coffee. As a result, the customers enjoyed a more intense flavor and better foam on top of their espressos. So Favre invented an espresso system, an easy-to-use machine that uses little pods filled with excellent ground beans to provide espresso drinking pleasure to people in their own homes. In just a few years, millions of coffee aficionados adopted this fancy new way of making coffee. Favre discovered a new way to look at coffee. Strategy number two, use your imagination. Your imagination is another key to innovation. And Rick Warren, the founder and senior pastor of the California Saddlesback Church, said, one of the greatest things that God has given you is the gift of innovation. 
It's the ability to see things, to think and to create with mental pictures in your mind. However, most people struggle to form a mental image of something that doesn't exist. And as organizational psychologist Benjamin Hardy writes, because we don't take the time to imagine the future, we assume that things will be pretty much be the same in 10 years as they are now. To cause a change to happen, you must imagine it first. And watch my previous video in which I show you how to do that and bring your vision to life. Strategy number three, strive to make this world a better place. Arthur Guinness wanted to make his country better. When he began brewing his tasty stout in the 18th century Dublin, he solved two big problems in Ireland. Illness due to dirty drinking water and rampant public drunkenness. Since scientists had yet to discover the microorganisms and underlying mechanisms of disease spread, people unwittingly drank water containing sewage and other wastes, which often caused sickness and death. As a result, many decided to avoid drinking water altogether and drank alcoholic beverages instead. Gin was the public drink of choice, with an alcoholic content of 35 to 55%. Public drunkenness became a widespread problem in Ireland. Arthur Guinness wanted to improve life for his fellow countrymen. The brewing process of his malted drink required clean water plus its hops and alcohol impeded the growth of most microorganisms, which made his beer safe, alternative to contaminated drinking water. Also with an alcohol content of only 4%, Guinness ale contained much less alcohol than gin and therefore was less likely to cause drunkenness. By dedicating himself and his business to solving his society's problems, Guinness, like many others, gained his countrymen's respect and honor. Dream number four, dream bigger. Pastor Rick Warren wrote, you have no idea what God wants to do in your life. You are living such a small fraction of what you're capable of doing. God's dream for your life is enormous. He says, I can do more than you can imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. Follow God's lead and you accomplish amazing things. When Christianity was just beginning, many of the disciples thought that Jesus would have them travel locally to the nearby villages and preach the gospel. But 10 days before Pentecost, he told him to dream much bigger. He said, you will be my messengers even to the remotest places on earth. And he is asking us to continue that huge mission today. How can we use innovation to help bring the gospel to the ends of the world? Well, in 2007, Bobby Grunewald, entrepreneur and innovator and pastor at Life Church, dreamed big and came up with the idea to develop a Bible app. He said, I thought about how Gutenberg's innovation and invention revolutionized the accessibility and distribution of Bibles hundreds of years ago, and I wondered how technology might be able to do this to do something similar for our generation. Uversion was among the first 200 free apps, and the first Bible app the App Store launched in July 28. It reached more than 80,000 downloads in its first weekend. And it constantly being updated ever since to meet the needs of Christians worldwide. 
As of 2021, the app had provided 2,600 Bible versions in more than 1,700 languages for free and without advertising to more than 500 million users. Grunewald dreamed of providing free access to the Bible to everyone in the world and continues to work to accomplish that dream. And the theologian Dr. Tony Warwick wrote, God wants you to dream big. He wants you to use your imagination that he gave you because dreaming big honors God. And he wants you to keep dreaming big too. According to leadership expert Robin Sharma, never stop setting and then moving toward your next level goals and more accelerating challenges. So you constantly explore hidden and unseen creative heavens. So you can continually bask in the bright light of uncharted universes so that you regularly embark on accelerating adventures. With God, there is always more. There's always a bigger dream waiting for you. You can use your God-given limitless creativity to come up with game-changing ideas and turn them into reality that solve some of the biggest challenges facing the world today. To do so, to become an innovative entrepreneur, use fresh eyes and your imagination to help make the world a better place. Dream big and continue to strive to make this world a better place. Thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to share it with your friends on social media and leave a review. By doing so, you're helping us reach more people and inspire them to find purpose and meaning in their lives too. We have excellent resources waiting for you on our website, unlockmeaning.com. I look forward to your thoughts, questions, and topic suggestions. Take care and keep unlocking the meaning in your life. See you next time.